I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, August 4th. An 87-year-old man is being treated for serious injuries after being struck by a car in Quincy yesterday. Police say Kwong Ho Chin was hit on Hancock Street in Wollaston near the Dunkin' Donuts at about 5.30 yesterday afternoon. Police say Chin was pinned between the car and a building. He was rushed to Boston Medical Center with a fractured pelvis and multiple leg fractures. His condition is not known. The operator, identified as 45-year-old Yu Lin Lu, was also hospitalized with unspecified injuries. Police say the the incident occurred near the Chapman Street entrance to Dunkin' Donuts and remains under investigation. Quincy Planning Board Chairman Richard Meade has died. Meade died Tuesday evening. Quincy Planning Director Jim Fatsies announced Meade's death at Wednesday's Planning Board meeting, which was postponed until September 13th. Meade was a former Quincy Planning Director and longtime board member. He was also extremely active in multiple boards and volunteer positions in Quincy. Meade is survived by his wife and two sons. Funeral arrangements have not yet been announced. The four public hearings that were scheduled at this week's Planning Board meeting were postponed. The board was scheduled to continue hearing plans for a new Wollaston Lutheran Church, new apartments at the corner of Hancock Street and Wentworth Road, and a new apartment building on Totman Street in South Quincy. All of the proponents agreed to the postponements. House Speaker Ron Mariano of Quincy is among a cadre of state representatives that will be attending the Holbrook School Committee's August 9th meeting to speak on behalf of a displaced family. After the Holbrook family lost their home in a fire in January, Julia Evans hoped her two kids would be able to stay in the Holbrook public school system, even though they had been forced to relocate to nearby Weymouth. But the school district said that Evan's son won't be allowed to enroll for the upcoming school year and her daughter will have to apply for school choice. Now a delegation from the state legislature that includes Mariano, Senator John Keenan of Quincy, Senator Patrick O'Connor, and Representative John Cusack, all of whom represent Norfolk County, where Holbrook and Weymouth are located, plan to appear personally at the district's next school committee meeting and speak in support of Evan's son staying at his school. Evans said her son is very vulnerable at the moment after losing everything in the fire. She said allowing him to stay at his school would offer some comfort and continuity. Holbrook Public School Superintendent Julie Hamilton did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The owners of Graves Light do not have to pay property taxes to the town of Hall because the lighthouse does not fall under that town's jurisdiction, according to a Massachusetts land court judge. Land court judge Diane Rubin decided that the lighthouse, owned by David Waller, his wife Lynn Waller, and philanthropist Bobby Sager, does not lie in Hull. Waller applauded the judge's decision. Waller bought the lighthouse in 2013 at auction and has been renovating it ever since. It wasn't until five years into the project, however, that he claims he was hit with a $3,000 property tax bill from the town of Hall. Waller says he was told the lighthouse was located on 
unincorporated state waters and thus not subject to any municipality's jurisdiction. The debate between lighthouse keepers and the town went to trial in June of 2022. A chilling image captured from the cockpit of a JetBlue plane landing at Logan Airport shows another plane directly in its path in a close call incident back in February. The photo was included as part of the National Transportation Safety Board's final report released yesterday. The screen capture from a video recording inside the cockpit of the JetBlue plane showed a Learjet crossing the runway that a JetBlue plane from Nashville was about to land on, nearly causing a catastrophic collision. According to the final report, the pilot of Hopajet Flight 280 took off without clearance from runway 09 as JetBlue Flight 206 was about to land on runway 04R, which intersects the other runway. The NTSB says the airport surface detection equipment alerted and the controller issued go-around instructions to the JetBlue flight crew. The report says the closest proximity between both airplanes occurred when the JetBlue plane was about 30 feet above ground level. The NTSB report determined the probable cause of the incident to be the Hopajet flight crew taking off without a takeoff clearance, which resulted in a conflict with the JetBlue flight that had been cleared to land on the intersecting runway. A Connecticut man was given nearly $300,000 in fraudulent Home Depot credit by walking into stores in several states, taking expensive doors, and then returning them without a receipt. 26-year-old Alexander Enrique Costa Moda from West Hartford, Connecticut, was detained without bail after a judge entered not guilty pleas on his behalf this week in federal court in Rhode Island to wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Costa Moda dressed to appear like a contractor and entered the stores empty-handed, prosecutors allege. He would then load a door or several doors worth hundreds of dollars each onto a lumber cart, take them to the service department, and return them without a receipt. He was given a store credit that he later redeemed at other stores. If the return was denied, he would take the doors without paying and return them at another store. Home Depot stores in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey were involved. The defendant was given about 370 fraudulent store credits between June of 2021 and February of 2022. Well, a new business has announced a plan to move into the once iconic and now shuttered Christmas tree shops store that sat at the base of Cape Cod Sagamore Bridge for years. Spirit Halloween will open for business at the Cranberry Highway location in Sagamore later this month. The Sagamore Christmas Tree Shop, long known for its iconic windmill and thatched roof, welcomed visitors to the Cape for decades. The location will likely again sit empty when the Halloween season ends unless another tenant moves in. Many Christmas tree shops around Massachusetts and New Hampshire have closed in recent weeks 
as the home goods retailers going out of business sale continues august 12th will be the final day the chain recently filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy protection then announced liquidation sales at all of its stores after defaulting on a loan that funded its bankruptcy now the uss constitution will pay tribute to vietnam veterans with a 21 gun salute today old ironsides will go underway from the charlestown navy yard at 10 a.m the salute that can be seen from castle islands fort independence is scheduled for 11:30 this morning another 17 gun salute is planned when the ship passes the u.s coast guard sector boston in the north end if you'd like to catch a glimpse of the event, the best viewing areas are the Boston Harbor Walk, Castle Island, and the Charlestown Navy Yard. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 66 points. NASDAQ dropped 13. The S&P fell 11. Asian stocks were mixed. The dollar fell. The euro gained oil at $81 a barrel. Sports Red Sox are back home tonight for a series with Toronto beginning at 7:10. Weather permitting, and it looks iffy. The National Weather Service forecast for today: some uh, scattered showers and thunderstorms later this afternoon. Rather muggy today with a high of 80 degrees. Showers will taper off late tonight. Lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow partly cloudy, high of 83. Sunny on Sunday, the high of 84. Partly sunny, 84 on Monday. The boater waves about two feet, wind out of the south, 10 to 15, gusting to 20 knots, high tide right after 2 p.m. Sunrise, 539, sets at 759. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Friday, August 4th.